a day off to celebrate people that were not really good for us. President's Day! <laughs> yeah! Uh, but, you know, I hope you at least, if you had the day off, I hope you took a day to just, you know, be restful. I really did a great job of resting this weekend, so much so that I was like, you need to work harder. And that is proof that I am an overachiever and the child of an immigrant. Um, I could not rest nails without being like, all right, that's enough of that. <laughs> you, you felt know, like you weren't doing anything? You know what? It was It was like, I, okay, I, I'm glad I'm not doing anything. But then at the end of the not doing anything, I was like, you're doing too much of not doing anything. You need to get mm. it together. And then I like sent in my availability to to do stand-up sets. So, you know. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is the Amanda Seals show. Sorry about that. Got carried away. I am Amanda Seals, joined by... I am Nails. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back. We got a short week this week, too. So let's get into the saddle. Let's get into the saddle. Shout out to our Houston listeners who can probably appreciate that more than most. <laughs> what do we got cracking for Black Earret News? All right. In Black Earret News, we're going to uh, shout out our former president, Jimmy Carter. He'll begin his he'll begin receiving his hospice care at home. Got this over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I was amazed to find out that Jimmy Carter is not only the oldest living president, but he's the longest living lived president so yeah this is quite a a feat that we've gotten to just you know be allowed to experience jimmy carter so long after his presidency and uh it's great that he'll be able to move on into this move on into the beyond with his family around him also mark zuckerberg he says we're following elon musk's footsteps what does that mean? Well, in all the footsteps to follow, <laughs> right? Of all the footsteps to follow, didn't Jesus have footsteps on the beach? Why you ain't following his footsteps? Why are we following this footstep? This is not the footsteps to follow. We're gonna explain to you what footsteps he's following in, and if you're like me, you will be shocked because why? What else we got cracking? Well, Tom Brady, he retired from the NFL again, but uh, we're not going to say he's going to get this bag real quick, right? He's going to take a little break, but I got to tell you what he's going to do to possibly get his wife back, too. I mean, listen, he's not going forward to Fox because he says he wants to win Giselle back. So Mm -hmm. I have challenged Nails to come up with, well, what is a plan of action that Tom Brady could put into the mix? And we're going to see. We're going to see, all right? Because I don't know, Nails. Maybe you might win Giselle because he doesn't. You know? Hey. You don't know. You don't know. Hey. Life is crazy. Hey. Life is crazy. <laughs> all right? Now, we also will feature a Black inventor in our Black History Month They Did That segment. So stick around for that. Also, make sure to stay connected with us on socials at Seals Said It. And give us a call. one eight five five amanda 8 I love when you call us up. So make sure you use that number. one eight five five two six two six three two eight. 262 6328 It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, joined by. I am the kid Nails. It is time to get into some blackurate news. And former President Jimmy Carter, he'll start hospice care at home. His family in the Carter Center, they just made this announcement over the weekend. This is sad news. And if you don't know, President Carter was number 39. So you're going to hear me say 39. He's had multiple lengthy hospital stays and He elected to do hospice care instead of continuing his treatments and no word on the actual health issues. But hospice care, for those who don't know, is a signal that a person is like getting towards the end of their life. And it's all about comfort and no longer about treatment. So we uh, send a big uh, shout out to President Carter. Actually, I grew up in a Habitat for Humanity house. That's incredible. I just saw a picture of him cutting some wood the other day and like he was definitely didn't look like he should be cutting no wood but he was there cutting that wood all right y'all now something about jimmy carter that was also super dope is that he put solar panels on the white house in an effort to bring that type of renewable resource technology to the fore and do you know that reagan when he got in office took it down Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, By 1986, the Reagan administration had gutted the research and development budgets for renewable energy. And so they took them down. And look where we are now, Nails. We ain't got nothing. Mm. We got a, an ozone layer that's busted. We got all this 
global warming going down, our renew our resources and renewable energy. Now what they're saying is like, if do you want solar panels, we'll give you five dollars. We'll give you five dollars if you need solar panels. <laughs> the commercial so Jimmy Carter was definitely ahead of his time, ahead of his time. So rest uh rest easy, rest well in this next phase. And um I mean, I don't blame him. Why? This is a good time to get out. You've been here a long time. You're looking at what's going down. You're like, I gave y'all enough time. <laughs> I gave y'all enough time. Let me peace on out before this thing gets too crazy. Speaking of things getting crazy, can you please mm. tell me what Mark Zuckerberg thought would be a good idea? Yeah. If you're on the gram and you want that blue check, listen up. All right. Mark Zuckerberg, he said that he's following Elon Musk's model with Twitter. With the pay to be verified joint, the subscription, according to Meta, who's the parent company of IG and Facebook, they're rolling out a verification program called Meta Verified. It'll charge you $11.99 a month or $14.99 on iOS systems to get that blue check. But you'll have to be 18 and up and you'll have to submit your ID and all that stuff. This is scary for social media. It's just like, why Why would you even do this? I was so shocked when I saw this because we saw what happened with Twitter. We saw that when they did this on Twitter, it was an abysmal failure. We saw how much disinformation was spread. We saw companies that were like, no, that's not us. Like we saw it. We, I don't understand. It wasn't a good idea. And the comedy is Mark presenting it as if it was like some new innovation. Good morning. New product announcement. I'm like, wow. So, you know, we got a lot going on coming up. Um, I feel like this is very scary, especially in the impending elections that we have coming through. Because what were you saying, Nels? Yeah, as you lead into 2020, you think about this, man, with 2024 coming up. Elon Musk spent all this money on Twitter, right? He spent, what, what was it, $44 billion on Twitter. And he knows he's not making that money back, but what is he really using Twitter for, right? He's getting our information so he can, like, pretty much put stuff on our timeline that we don't have any control over. That can literally control your narrative of where you're going to vote and all this stuff in 2024. Right, but then Zuckerberg is going to do basically the same thing, and he did it before and had to go in front of a actual, like, White House committee to speak on it. There's documentaries about how they use your information to in, to uh, influence elections. So don't be fooled, y'all. Um, I'm actually mm-hmm. going to look up what those documentaries are and make sure I get it to you because it really was incredibly eye-opening to see how they use that. But nonetheless, I guess this means don't trust the verified check. All that means is somebody got like about $20 to spare. That's all that means. <laughs> That's so, real. That. Coming up next, Tom Brady. Retired from the NFL again, but apparently he's not going to go snatch that bag at Fox just yet. We're going to break the story down coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. I think he's trying to go get Giselle back. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, rocking out right here with DJ Nails. Nails. Mm-hmm. Now, I usually throw to you specifically for the sportsness of stories. Tom Brady retired from the NFL again. He's not going back to the desk because he was going to go get a bag at Fox and be a commentator, right? Right. Apparently, he says that he's going to take the year off to win his ex-wife, Brazilian supermodel Giselle Bonchen, back. Now, I don't know about y'all, but she seemed really over it. Like, apparently, he said he retired and she was like, oh, good for you. Good to see ya. So my question to you, Nails, this time Mm -hmm. is not about football or football. Because that's two different things. <laughs> My question is, what do you think Tom Brady could do to get Giselle back? Remember, money isn't an issue. How he going to win her back? What's the steps? What, what can we do? Grand gesture. I would say go on TV and make a big deal about it because there's truth. Well, the truth is short. I messed up. You were right. I wasn't home. I'm home now. Hmm. Come home. The kids, you, let's be this family again. I'm home. So you think he should do a TV declaration? Any type of embarrassment embarrassment to himself <laughs> mm. at her at her expense, do it. Let her know that you're willing to go the ex- extra lengths to get your woman back, man. Make sure that house is happy. I mean, listen, she already apparently rocking with her jujitsu instructor. That's why I'm saying that TV you know what I'm saying? So he may have to do more than just go on TV. He may have to fight her. I mean, not fight her. He may have to fight for her, literally. So I think it would also behoove him to get into some jujitsu classes. Because I don't know if jujitsu man going to get her up that easy. But y'all, he agreed to a 10-year, $375 million contract that would allow him to become 
the network's number one color analyst as soon as he was ready to leave the field for the books. Um, I, again, must remember to always in perspective, make the point. Why is there $375 million available to give to this man to talk about football? What? What? And yet there is no clean drinking water for Jackson, Mississippi residents. Like that's the type of stuff that I'm like, I can't put it together. I can't, I can't. Where's that money coming from? Anyways. So he's going to have to really just chill. And I I'll, I'll I'm going to keep note. I'm going to keep note and see if he does what you said nails. I think he's going to have to do a bit more than that. Hey, this might be one of that. the best reality shows ever. If he pop up to his Brazilian jujitsu, uh, the instructor's classes that he come up there with some spandex shorts on ready to <laughs> This will be hilarious. <laughs> Go get him back. back. Wins back Giselle. That's a reality show I'd actually watch. Pitch there it. Pitch go. it. <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. You see, y'all, no matter how much money you make, love is still a struggle. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up next on They Did That, it's our Black History segment where we spotlight a black inventor right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What you know about Black History? It's the Amanda Seal Show, and they did that. This is a part of history, man. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, joined by DJ Nails. And all Black History Month long, we have been highlighting Black inventors. And it really is incredible just to see how much Black folks have contributed to the world. And this is a little segment called They Did That. Well, today's They Did That goes to Alexander Miles, who invented the first automatic elevator door. So he was a successful black inventor in the late 19th century and invented elevator doors that could automatically open and close. This, of course, made riding an elevator way safer because automatic doors are still a standard feature on modern day elevators. See, back in the day, there was a shaft door. And listen, that's how people were falling down elevator shafts and dying because the doors weren't connected to if the elevator was actually there. People were falling to their death. We've seen it in movies. And so he said, nah, man, we got to deal with this. We've got to deal with this. And he actually witnessed somebody do this. And so that's why he was like, we got to figure it out. So he had like levers and rollers and he was granted a patent for his invention in October 1887. And they moved to Chicago, where he started the United Brotherhood, a life insurance company for black customers who could not receive coverage from white owned firms. Mm -hmm. And I will also let you know, before his death on May 7th, 1918, your man Miles was considered the wealthiest black person in the Pacific Northwest, largely Jew, to income from his invention of the automatic elevator doors. So shout out to Mr. Alexander Miles, who was inducted into the Inventors Hall of Fame in 2007. Mm-hmm. Look at us. What do we Look think is a black ass reason why he would have done this? You know, if I'm if I'm living in that time and the racism is so crazy, and I know that like folks really just be killing black folks like it's nothing and and getting away with it, it's like, well, let me at least take one opportunity off the list. They can't push us down elevator shafts no more. Yep, that's real. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> you know, that's one less way they can take us out. One and, less way. And we take those elevator the doors for granted now. You know, now we can thank somebody. Yeah. You know, we can put a face with name now. <laughs> there we go. Every time I get an elevator, I'm be like, oh, that good, good looking Alexander Ma. Good looking. <laughs> We're gonna spotlight Black Inventors every Tuesday during Black History Month on the Amanda Seals Show. So keep it locked right here. Now coming up next, we're gonna go to our callers because we love when you pick up the phone. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Black, black. Now you're in the know. People got to respect the legacy. Tell a friend to tell a friend they did that. I'm black, 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 black. It's Tuesday. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And listen, we love hearing from you. So call us up, 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Remember those numbers because our phone lines are open 24-7. And we actually have a caller who wants to comment on the story that we did last week. When the guy said that married women should not be in the club with their single friends. What you got to say, bro? 
Yeah, I mean, it could go either way. I don't think y'all should sit here and try to put in men's head that uh, a girl going out is nothing possible that can happen. It can happen. You need to know your girl. You need to know who she with. She could be with a bad crowd. Like He might know her friends. He might know her friends and know they all thought bots. And he's uncomfortable because he know they go out and be thought bots. He see the pictures and videos on Instagram of them when they go out without her. And he's like, man, they trying to take my girl into that shit. Like, go out for brunch or something. Like, go out to the club. Y'all go out to brunch, look good. Y'all go out to the mall, shopping. Y'all go on vacation, all that stuff. The club is definitely 80% for single people. <laughs> Bro, I said, thought bots. <laughs> but what does he think is happening at the club? Like, does he think that if his married wife goes to a club with her thought bot friends, that, like, she will be ensconced in thought battery and then by osmosis will no longer be committed to him because she will have the peer pressure of the thought bodage in around her. Is that what they think? I think that is what he's saying. And he also could be saying that not even her getting into the thought botanist just that night, she could be in some thought botanist. It sounds like you think your girl is easily influenced. And that's a whole other conversation. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. I mean, I don't know like why I, I honestly am just like, if your girl, if your wife can go to a club and in one night be turned up and turned out, y'all's marriage has much bigger problems than her thought bot friends. Okay. <laughs> That's how I feel do, about bro? the situation. I just feel like y'all, you're putting too much power on the thought brats, man. I didn't know they was out here converting folks. You know, I had no idea. They bringing her to the religion of thought bondage. Who knew? <laughs> the religion knew? of thought bondage. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, thank you for your calls. We appreciate you always, even when I don't agree with you. Give us a ring, one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 And remember, you can comment on any story on the show because the phone lines are open 24-7. So even if tomorrow you got something to say about what I just said, you can still call, even though we are on a whole other day. Mm-hmm. That's how much we love you. Now, coming up next... You know what, Nails? I'll let you give this tease. No, no, I'm going to let you go ahead and do it. I'm going to let you talk about all that. (laughs) I ain't talking about that at all. The average penis is apparently a lot bigger than it was 30 years ago. We're going to talk about it. Plus our... (laughs) Big up, big up. Let Down is coming up in the next hour. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. We ain't nobody's fool. We shaking up the Everybody's having a good Tuesday. I am Amanda Seals. This is the Amanda Seals Show, and we are here to bring you some laughs and some facts and, you know, some opinions in the mix. We got DJ Nails rocking with us. What's happening? What is good with Black Hero News this hour? Tesla is recalling 362,000 cars. And if you own a Tesla, you need to hear this to see if your car is recalled. Listen, the feature that they're talking about that's faulty is the absolute worst feature next to brakes to be faulty. So stick around to find out what that feature is. And if you're driving a Tesla, pull over, okay? Because I don't want you driving any further until you know what that feature is. What else we got? Well, there's a new study on the uh, the penis size. It's startling some changes. Amanda wants to jump into that one this hour. <laughs> Don't under y'all. He is so uncomfortable. Like you have a penis. I don't understand. It's not like you're doing a story about like you know something that makes you. I, I don't know. I just like I don't understand. Like if I had to do a story about vaginas, I would just do a story about vaginas. Do you feel like it's like insinuating that you're gay to talk about penises? Nah, I just don't feel comfortable just talking about you know penises <laughs> like on the airways. I don't want to talk about you know, penises on the airways. <laughs> 
Listen, I will absolutely talk about this topic. I will make sure to cloud nail the entire time. Just so we're clear, all right? But it reveals, a new study reveals that there's been a startling change in the penis business. So we're going to get into what that change is. Uh, speaking of the penis business, what do quality men like? A woman breaks that down. Apparently, she has access to quality men, and so therefore she knows what they like. And she's going to tell us, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to disagree, but we'll see. Uh, we also got the... Big up, big up. Let down. So stick around to find out who I'm going to give the props to and who's going to get the blows. And remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can also listen to my other podcast, Small Doses, which is now a part of the Urban One Podcast Network. And this week, we've got side effects of being a good Samaritan. We got Shakira Rain Autry, the sister in Buffalo who helped a mentally disabled elderly white man out from the snow in the middle of a blizzard. She had him in her house for two days, y'all, and saved this man's life. And I don't know how he ended up in the hood, but he ended up in the right place. And we got her story on Small Doses this week, so make sure you check it out wherever you get your podcast. And you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. All right, we're right here at the Amanda Seals Show. That means you're listening, you're laughing, and you're learning, so don't move. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. We got some black hair news that I know our Tesla drivers or Tesla desirers will be interested in hearing. I'm glad I can't afford one of them. Uh, so Tesla is recalling 362,000 cars because they have the faulty self-driving driver assistant system. Yeah, that feature that you think can drive the car by itself, it'll glitch. And you know, cause the worst that could happen. You wreck. If you got a Tesla, they're going to do an over-the-air feed, uh, update to fix the cars. And then they'll also let you know via mail um, till April 15th. But I'm so glad I don't even drive a Tesla. I've experienced riding in a Tesla before. It was pretty cool or whatever, but nah, I'm good on that. You know, one, I don't trust this driver, self-driver technology. But two, I don't trust that the update is an over-the-air Wi-Fi update. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm watching this new show, Hello Tomorrow, on Apple and it's like uh, if the 50s, it's like nothing like culturally advanced in the 50s, but advanced technology wise. And the, in the first episode, a woman gets hit by a self-driving vehicle. Oh. So, mm-hmm, yeah. So I don't know. My man says that all Tesla drivers are holes. And uh, he actually ended up renting a Tesla when he was out of town. He was like, I understand because it goes zero to 60 in like five seconds. So there you have it. Still not a fan. I don't care. And I also don't like that they use the Congo as their source for carbon for the cars. Mm. And that right there means you're exploiting children. So in Africa, there's that. Anywho, we were going to go into the next story with nails, but nails does not want to talk about penises on the air. And I have no (laughs) issue talking about penises anywhere. So I will take the next story. And the next story is the fact that apparently the average penis is a lot bigger than it was 30 years ago. Now, I won't be able to speak to this in my own personal experience because I had not witnessed a penis as of 30 years ago. However, there is a story that the world's large, that the world's average penis has grown a staggering 24%, y'all. 24%. Now, I remember back in the day, Cosmopolitan being like, oh, the average PP is five inches. Apparently, you know, things is moving up. Things are moving up. They compiled a data set which measured the average erect Johnson of 55,761 men taken between 1942 and 2021. This is a committed study by a professor of urology at Stanford Medicine named Dr. Michael Eisenberg. I wonder how he came up with this. One day he was like, you know what? We got to trek it. I think it's about to pop out. I think it's going to pop out. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I think it's going to pop out. Literally. Well, the reality is that he said that any overall change in development is actually concerning because he says our reproductive system is one of the most important pieces of human biology. And the increase happened over a relatively short period of time. 
So this wasn't like an evolution level of time. It was very rapid, he said. And we can't explain why the schlongs got so long, but I'm sure some of us have some idea. Nails, do you have any ideas? I would assume that it's the food and stuff that we're putting in our body, the food that we're getting from these fast food restaurants and that we're even getting from the grocery store. It's not organic. It's the chemicals and everything that we're putting in our body that over time, you're going to see these changes. Listen, I have seen the way that like even young people are developing so much faster, right? Because there's so much hormones in the food. Like Mm -hmm. there's, I feel like it's a real two plus two situation. The math is mathing. You know what I mean? The math is mathing. So there you have it, y'all. The shafts are out here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Getting longer and longer. Shut your mouth. When you were doing it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You were doing the story. You're dramatic. (laughs) <laughs> and calling it shlong and all that. I'm like, oh God. Well, I, I hope that everyone uh, respects the fact that I have that many synonyms for this body part. Uh, <laughs> worth taking note of. All right, well, coming up next, it's relationship time. It's relationship time. A woman on IG explains what quality men like. Ooh, okay. Well, if you're trying to get you a quality man, then that means you need to stick around and find out what they like right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We are back here on the Amanda Seals show. It is Taco Tuesday round these parts. I'm Nails, and that is Amanda Seals right there. Thank y'all so much for being tapped in. Let's go over here to this topic right here because this video is up on our Instagram uh, at Seals Said It. So go and check it out. Ladies and gents, let's have a healthy discussion about this. What do quality men like? What do men look for in a woman? Shout out to this lady right here. Natalie Clary Love notes she unapologetically shared her perspective. Listen to this. Women with face, hair, neck tattoos, quality men don't like that. Women walking around here with these inflated butts falling behind them like wagons. There are men that like that, but it's definitely not a quality man because quality men don't like that. Women who are in and out the strip club, making it rain, acting like real live dudes. You're not a man. How unattractive. Quality men don't like that. Women who are in and out of relationships in November, you with Ray Ray. In December, you with Tay Tay. Not only do you look trashy, you look nasty. Quality men don't like that. A quality man may play with that, but a quality man will never commit to that because quality men don't like women like that. However, you do you, but a quality man wants a quality lady who carries herself like a real lady. And yes, it is a man's job for him to respect the woman, but it's a woman's job to give him something to respect. Be smart, date smart, choose wisely. Did she snap at the end? <laughs> I think she snapped at the end. I think she snapped at the end. Well, that is Natalie Clarice Love Notes, and you know, I guess. This is her point of view. And she very unapologetically has shared her perspective. I, you know, I think we come up with these like real general versions of what a certain type of person likes and what a certain type of person doesn't like. I remember dating a dude that everyone would think is a quality man. And I remember him telling me one day when we were sitting outside, we, were, we had went to a strip club. We had never been before. I was like, let's just do something interesting. We went to a strip club. We came out and we were sitting in the car and he was like, I would never date a stripper. And I was like, oh, is that right? Um, why not? And he like gave some reason. And I was like, well, who else would you not date? This quality man had like an ongoing list of like every kind of version of woman that he wouldn't date. He was like, I wouldn't date someone that has been sexually assaulted. I wouldn't date somebody that's been physically assaulted, but then went back to their abuser. I wouldn't date somebody who um, has been in a lesbian relationship. I wouldn't date somebody who has slept with somebody that I know. I wouldn't date somebody that slept. And I was like, in my head, I was like, he going to get to me at some point. <laughs> and baby, we already dating. He's going to get to me. He said, I wouldn't date somebody that slept with more than one member of a friend group. And I was like, there I am (laughs) definitely collected Pokemon before so uh, which is what I call it when you sleep with two members of a friend group or more Mm -hmm. we got people uh, chiming in on this video on the Instagram at Seal said it somebody at Max at Maxi Cleo she said she spoke no lies but somebody responded right back to her Auli Kletza I know I might mess your name up she said Nah, she lied a bunch. Plenty of decent men are married to good women who either have tattoos, dated around, or even used to be strippers. 
So they chiming Ma'am. in in these comments. Say that. Say that. <laughs> well, what do you guys think? Chime in on these phone lines. one 262 That's one 262 I would be curious to know that is she with a quality man? And like, what does she feel like were her qualities that brought her to him? And you know what? I want to hear that from y'all. Do we have any quality men listening? Because you know what? Let's just go to the quality horse's mouth. Give us a call. one 262 What are y'all looking for? Is she right? Is she wrong? Please set the record straight. Let us be a resource right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. This is the Amanda Seals Show on this Tuesday. What's happening, man? Nails right here. That is Amanda Seals. It is time for the Big Up Letdown. Amanda's about to salute somebody and give somebody a blow, too. Who we got today, Amanda? Big up, big up. Well, the big up today goes to Alan Cumming. I'm using a British accent because this is a story about a British person. Somebody listening is like, Amanda, please stop using that accent. You're not very good at it. But I'm going to do it because practice makes perfect. All right. Alan Cumming returns the OBE award. I can't stick with it. It's too much. It's too difficult. Alan Cumming announced that he has handed back the OBE award, the OB award that he received 14 years ago. Now, in England, the British Isles, the United Kingdom, the award is given from the monarchy. And he won his award for his activism for equal rights for the gay and lesbian community in the USA. Now, for those who don't know, Alan Cumming is like a very well-known actor. And like he won the Tony Award for his performance in Cabaret on Broadway. And he's just like an incredible um, performer. So he was not being honored for his performing. He was being honored for his activism. But he now says, and this is why he's getting the big up. He says he's returning his award because since the conversations around the monarchy that popped up after the queen died regarding the way the British empire profited at the expense and death of indigenous peoples, it opened his eyes. Mm-hmm. And he said he doesn't feel comfortable having this award from a monarchy that committed these acts. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so just so you know, OBE stands for the order of the British empire. And it's supposed to be like for chivalry and rewarding contributions, et cetera. But I'm always going to show love and give a big up, big up for a co-conspirator, for somebody, particularly a white person who finds out the truth and moves accordingly with that information. Because that's exactly why they're trying to roll back these kids learning the truth. Because they know that once you know better, you do better. And if enough people do that, then they will not allow for the practice of racism that is embedded in this country to continue. All right. Or in England to continue for that matter. The letdown goes to the Los Angeles City Council's approval of robot police dogs. I don't like it. I don't like it. They have been promoting a plan to deploy dog-like robots into numerous communities, emphasizing the power that well-funded police lobbyists have in influencing local governments. I cannot stress to you how involved we need to be in our local governments. And I don't just mean with governors. I don't just mean with mayors. I mean with state senators. I mean with councilmen. I mean with aldermen. I mean with the Um, school board, the comptroller, all of these people are making decisions around your day-to-day life, y'all. We got to get in the mix. Now, here's the thing why it creeps me out. Because these are military robots. So these dogs are military robots that are being brought into communities who have voiced clear objections about like, nah, don't bring them metal roughs in here. We don't want that. But it's happening in New York They used a robot named DigiDog Patrol to go around public housing projects before the local residents forced the city to return it. And in my mind, I want to know what that looked like. What did it look like when they forced them to return it? Because I hope they busted it up. I really (laughs) do. Right. But I don't like this. 
I know that like we wanted to be like the Jetsons at some point, but I ain't ready for that yet. I ain't ready for that yet. And it really says to me that instead of defunding the police and putting the money towards building up our communities and providing resources that will reduce crime, they would rather put the money towards further militarizing a police force that is going to increase crime because they be killing people. But um, bump. that is today's let down. They making dogs into police. AI like, is out ro- of control. Robot police. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> it. Makes me very uncomfortable. It feels very Terminator. The robots already don't want us to win. Right? The robots don't want us to win. Look how long I be taking you to sign on to Zoom. You know what I'm saying? You be playing your video game and it just cut off right when you about to win. You tell me, you see, you feel me? You like why my phone don't got service? Because the robots don't want us to win. The machines don't want us to. Win. And eventually. They'll have their way, too. You've seen Terminator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Houston, Philly, Columbus, Charlotte, Richmond. What's happening? Everybody listening all over, especially wherever you get your podcast, too. Type in the Amanda Seal Show. You can hear our old episodes right there. And listen, we love hearing from all y'all here on the show, especially when you chime in on the topics that we're talking about at 855-262-6328, at 855-AMANDA-8. Those are the numbers, all right? We have a caller who's commenting on the story we did last week when Nia Long said that she dated a man in her 30s when she was in high school. Caller, what you got to say about it? Amanda, I emphatically agree with you. It is incredibly, one, first, we need to change the language. That is not dating. An adult grown man dating a minor, that's it's not dating. That's called grooming. That's called child abuse. That's called not consent. Because if you're a minor in high school and you've been cajoled into, and coerced into thinking, oh, this is dating. No, you're a child. That's number one. Number two, incredibly inappropriate. And I wonder if Mia has had counseling to truly process that childhood trauma mm-hmm. that she's just in the way she's speaking she's normalizing it oh i dated a 30 30- no you in high school that's not dating love your show keep doing what you're doing take care put that together <laughs> nailed it she put that together. <laughs> but you know what it, it really like reminds me of like when i hear men say like yeah i lost my virginity to an older woman when i was 12 and it's like well that actually was a pedophile and they raped you. Mm-hmm. Like that's what happened. You were mm-hmm. assaulted. And uh, there's a language that I feel like we're afraid to apply, you know, because it can feel very shameful and it can feel very difficult to like really deal with the full scope of what that means once you take that on. So I can completely understand why somebody may say like, oh, I don't want to call it that. But it is what it is. And, it and, is salute, what it is. and salute to her on the phone who, when she said that Neil on the way that she said it, she normalizes it. Like she doesn't pay attention to yeah. There's yes. younger women and younger girls that are listening yep. to you and they pay attention to what you say and how you say this thing. Yep. Like pay attention, Neil. Read the room. You heard him. <laughs> pay attention. She don't like me, so I can say that. All right. Coming up next. Ohio man. Not to be confused with Florida man. Wins $1.3 million settlement after 21 years in prison. And you won't believe why he spent 21 years in prison. (laughs) You actually are going to be disgusted. I don't want to ruin your day, but it's worth sticking around to find out. We'll tell you this next story next on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Show. It is your girl, Amanda Seals, the favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And I'm chilling right here with DJ Nails. Nails, um, we got some black hearted news to get into. Uh, but first off, I wanted to find out did you do anything on President's Day? On AJ off. I chilled on President's Day because I burnt my hand over the weekend. Well, a couple fingers. And it was some simple stuff, man. I baked some cookies, like try to, you know, be an adult, <laughs> bake some cookies. And I grabbed the the, the little tray with the cookies on it, like not with my hand, but I grabbed it with one of those little washcloths that was wet. And I forgot that, you know, when it's wet, <laughs> it's going to get hot. And I ended up grabbing a regular oven mitt. 
grabbing it on the other hand, but I burnt my two fingers like right there. Oh, I can see it. It's yeah. Like a line what it. kind of cookies? You like made them from scratch or you got the kind that you just cut up? Nah, and put on man, the sheet? I bought them things straight from the grocery store and put them on the sheet. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I used to eat that like as like Cookie a dough. treat, as a snack. Yes. And when I think back, I think about how disgusting and also how delicious it yes. was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we got some black ear news for you, and it is uh, disgusting and delicious. What's going on? <laughs> well, disgusting is uh, delicious. Well, disgusting and delicious, right? We're talking about New York City. They're considering remote work for their city employees. I feel like that's delicious. If I'm a city employee, it's like, you mean I don't got to come to this office? Because when the <laughs> snow hit, by the way, it has not snowed yet in New York this winter, which is also disgusting. That's scary. I know people mm. are like thankful for it, but in like the bigger scheme of things... Y'all, it hasn't snowed in New York yet for winter, and it was like 70-something degrees in Ohio the other day. I don't like it. I don't like it. But let me get back. I digress. City employees in New York possibly getting to work remote. We'll talk about it. What else we got going on? Well, you just mentioned Ohio. We're going to talk about this Ohio man that just won $1.3 million in a settlement after serving 21 years in prison for a crime not committed by anybody. Absurd and disgusting and ridiculous. Also, TV is saying goodbye to two icons after being canceled by Warner Brothers after two decades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's time. And we're going to tell y'all who the icons are. And it is very interesting. And I got to pay somebody a phone call because I wonder if they're still going to have a job. All right. We also got our Black Inventor series. They did that, which is a segment that we're doing for Black History Month where we are shouting out some, not just inventors, but Black inventors that may not have been getting their props because, you know, Nails, every Black History Month, it's like all kids learn about the same thing. Yeah. We learned that like George Washington Carver was doing some things with peanuts. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like we learned that Benjamin <laughs> Banneker was a part of the whole situation with the light, with the street Very light. Tough, but I don't feel like, yeah, well, I mean, but I'm talking about inventors. Like we don't oh, yeah, really yeah. get to talk about like inventors. And then you find out when you do some little research that black folks been out here inventing it all y'all. So we're going to tell you all about the next one. Keep it locked. And give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back. It's Amanda Seals here. It's Amanda Seals here. Uh, uh, it's Amanda <laughs> Seals here. Okay. Um, we are here at the Amanda Seals Show, and Nails has some black eared news for you. Let's jump right into it. We're talking about New York City. So one thing about the pandemic, it showed us that working from home was always a possibility, and some businesses won't skip a beat if they keep doing it. The city of New York, they're considering this for their employees. Listen to how they're going to plot and doing this from the mayor. What we are doing is we are sending out a survey to our agencies and we're saying to our agencies, come up with creative ways of having flexibility. But when you do it, how do we operate as a team? What do we do for the people who can't work from home? What do I do to my school crossing guard, my nurse, my doctor? Uh, what do I do for the police officers? How do we make sure that we don't create a two-tier system where some can work from home and others cannot? And that is what we need to do. Okay. I mean, listen, I don't like this dude. So, you know, we'll see if he's able to figure this out. People, Amanda, why you don't like him? Because he's a cop. And he's very big into copping. He loves copping police, please. And there's a huge houseless person problem. There's a huge mental health problem in New York. And his idea to deal with it is just to put more police on the streets. So that's why I don't like him. Nonetheless, I think this could be a very, like, good initiative. But I think they... Also forget that a year ago when people wanted to stay working remote because they felt still felt pandemic-y, he was like, you can't stay home in your pajamas all day. He's also said a lot of like real cringy, you know, types of statements in the past. And so, again, I just think it's surprising that he's like turned such a corner. But who knows? Um, I'm curious to hear from you guys at home. Are you still working remotely? And if you're not, 
Do you like going back into the office? I think there's a narrative that's very like, oh, I don't want to go back to the office, but some people I think really like it. And I'm just curious to hear from you. So 1-855-262-6328. Do you find that going into the office has actually like been cool for you? Or are you like, nah, I'm good to stay in the crib. 1-855-262-6328-1855, Amanda 8. Now tell me, let's get into this terrible story from Ohio. It's just, it's terrible because it's too damn common. Well, this Ohio brother named Ralph Smith, he's 49 years old right now. He was wrongfully imprisoned for 21 years for a crime that he didn't commit. It's a crime that nobody committed, right? So when he was 24 years old, he was arrested for allegedly a home invasion or robbery. And his attorney said that his original attorney from 20 plus years ago wasn't provided sufficient evidence that proved that he was innocent. Well, get this. He was sentenced to 67 years for a crime he didn't commit. In fact, there were no footprints in the snow on the scene. It had recently snowed. The dog was barking when police were pulling up. And the neighbors around there said that no dogs were barking an hour before the cops pulled up. So there's the evidence right there. And this brother was released from prison after 21 years on July 4th of 2021. But he just recently got approved a settlement for $1.3 million. I still don't think that is enough to pay this man back for 20 plus years in prison. Well, let's do the math. Okay. So I've got my calculator out $1.3 million divided by 21 years. So basically they're saying that he should get $61,000 a year for every year that they took from his life. But y'all know a lot of times when you are given a 1.3 million, like these big settlements, like a lot of times they have caps Or like you can't get all the money at one time or like you end up having to pay a bunch of taxes. Don't forget, you also got to pay your legal team. So it's not like he's going to actually get this full amount. But for me, I feel like one point three million. I'm with you nails for 21 years. And it wasn't even a crime committed by anybody. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't even like it was mistaken identity or something. It was just we want to put a black man behind bars and we going to find a way. That's really what it is. I don't think 1.3 million gonna cut it. Nah, man, it ain't, it ain't. But, you know, I hope that, I don't know, I hope that maybe he feels like he got some level of recompense just for his own peace of mind, you know, just for his own peace of mind. Because we all know there's no, I mean, he's attorney said this and we agree. There's no amount of money that I could give you that would replace 21 years in prison. That's real. Period. Now, coming up next, uh, these are two TV icons that some might say are irreplaceable, and they've been canceled by Warner Brothers after more than 20 years on the air. We're going to talk about it next on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and boy, this is some bombshell news for y'all, y'all who like your court TV type shows. Nails. <laughs> it was just, let, them, let them know. Especially us that was waking up and acting sick and skipping school. These are the shows that we watched on TV while our parents was at work, right? So unfortunately, yep. Judge Mathis in the People's Court they had gotten canceled by Warner Brothers from after more than two decades, y'all. Listen to this news right here. Um, so Judge Judge Marilyn Million and Judge Greg Mathis, they are both being pulled off the air. Judge Mathis has 24 seasons under his belt. The People's Court in their current iteration has 26 seasons. And you're probably wondering why, right? Well, insiders are saying it's because of the declining nature of daytime syndication. Everybody's really streaming these days. I get it. It's just like, what then is done instead? That's what I'm trying to understand. Like I, as somebody who is an insider in TV, like I don't see the bridge that is being built to take us from the past to what they're considering to be the president sorry, the present, it just feels like their, their method and motto is like, let's just cut everything. Let's cut, 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 cut. You need to cut it. And Mm -hmm. it makes me feel like they're not thinking about the viewers. They're not thinking about what quality control in their programming is. They're just thinking about their bottom line. And I know that I've watched Judge Mathis. I've watched, I've I've met Judge Mathis. I've watched Judge Millian. I mean, she's been on there forever. And she was apparently the first Latina judge to host a nationally syndicated television court show. So there was a lot of um, representation also in these court shows, right? Like, 
I mean, Judge Judy, she's giving you Elder. You know, you got Milian, she's Latina. You got Mathis, he's giving you Detroit. <laughs> you know, so I think it's it's really a doozy. And they're saying that the syndicated TV landscape is changing. I don't know. Y'all should know there's going to be a writer's strike any day now, possibly. And once there's a writer's mm. strike, that also means that your favorite scripted TV shows is going to be on pause, too. So... All of that is related to the fact that, yeah, the landscape is changing, but they ain't trying to pay people what they deserve. Uh, just to uh, piggyback really quick on the Judge Mathis clip about how we've been so connected to that show and he given Detroit. I always remember when we think about these judge shows, the one clip that always sticks out in my head with Judge Mathis is the one that went viral where uh, it was a guy and this girl arguing. Okay. and. The, you, oh, you talking about the crackhead? I was about to shout out the frat one where he was like, "Oh, well, this girl's like, well, he's part of this fraternity on the campus, and he's real popular." And Judge Mathis is like, "Oh, really? What fraternity you part of?" And the guy was like, "Oh, he's an alpha." And then all of a sudden, Judge Mathis throws it up. He throw it up. That girl lost that case that night. <laughs> ah, <laughs> dang, <laughs> dang. Well, I like that Judge Mathis always kept it real with folks. Always. And- <laughs> You know, that I think is why people watch it. Detroit going to keep it real. When we come back, we're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it real history, okay? Because we're going to get into our They Did That segment where we spotlight a black inventor right here for Black History Month on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And let me tell you, I was very proud of what I did this weekend in terms of how I involved my neighbor's kids in a black activity, what I call nails, a black activity. Okay. And I love it. Now, I love it. <laughs> I have, I've had my twists in, I had like my twists in for like a month and then I had them redone. So I've had my twists in for like two months and it was just time to go. It was time to take them out. And I was like, Oh my God, like it's going to take so long because I had only redone the front so that means the back been in there since December. That means it's going to be so difficult to comb out because when you take out twists or box braids, there's always like a knot that forms at the base. So I was really trying to figure out how I want to do this and like how I can make this faster. And Devon wasn't here, so he couldn't help me. And I was like, hmm, you know what? This looks like a cultural opportunity, <laughs> a cross-cultural opportunity. So I hit my next door neighbor. And her kids are white and Persian. So she's from Iran. And I was like, hey, uh, what are the girls doing? And she was like, nothing. And I'm getting prepared for a dinner. So they need something to do. And I was like, well, I have the perfect Black History Month at Black Activity for them to partake in. So they're nine and 13. And I really love them. Like, you know, we're really close. And I was like, um, you know, send them over. I'd like them to help me take out my hair. And she was like, great. So they come over and y'all, I had to teach these two white girls about black hair. Now I have two C's. So, you know, they're, they they got to work their way up. They got to work their way up. But I first had to let them know, like I have a different texture hair from y'all. And they were really listening, like very intently and were actually participating. I was like, this is the little solution that we're going to use to get my knot out. And this is my knots out. Okay. And it is comprised of a cheap conditioner and then apple cider vinegar. And it's cut with water. Y'all might be listening and learning something right now too. And I was like, so what we're going to do is when we take the braids out, we're going to rub this on the knots and we're going to take the knots out. We're going to slip the knots out. And when I showed the nine-year-old that the hair was not my hair, she was like, oh. I was like, Charlotte, why would this be my hair? Like, you see me every damn day down here. Like, you would know if my hair grew this long. She's like, I don't know. I don't know. And so I let each of them take turns cutting. Because, you know, when you have extensions, like, you have to cut them because it's going to be too hard to, like, undo them from the bottom. So you cut them to the length that you feel like is not going to infringe upon your actual hair length. And that's where you start. Y'all. They sat there and diligently took out my braids. They each had their own rat tail comb and got very (laughs) focused. And then Emily, the 13 year old, she was actually super duper adept at at, uh, detangling my hair. Now, Charlotte put some knots in there, but you know, she not. You know, there's a couple of times I had to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not a Barbie because she'd be like, hack, hack. Yeah, I was like, stop hacking at the hair with the comb. But it really was a great activity. I feel like I brought a cultural experience to these white girls without it being a situation of like, you want to touch my hair? Because, you know, I don't <laughs> like that. I don't like the whole, like, you want to touch my hair? It's like you're putting yourself in a petting zoo. No, this yeah. was an activity that also taught them about a cultural experience that I hope will be a core memory. I hope that in the future, 
when they in college, there's going to be a situation where their roommates like, oh, I want to take my braids out, but I just, I need some help. And, and they can be like, I can help you. We had to do this back in 2023. So that was <laughs> That's dope. And let me just tell y'all, it broke that process down from three and a half hours to one and a half hours. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so two white people labored to, to lessen my labor. And that <laughs> was a black history experience as well. It was a fun time. Good, good bonding experience. And the, the white kids learned a little something. And, and you know what? And you're also helping them advance their life because they're not going to be walking around asking, can I touch your hair? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, perspective. Like you got to get. And you know what? I love parents who raise curious children because that's the other part, too. Like there's a curiosity that they have about learning. And so that's what made them even willing. They didn't come over there like, what is this? They were like, oh, tell me more. So, there you have it. Nice. Now I just hope that they don't come like, when you put this in our hair? No. no. <laughs> Coming up next, we got more of the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine. Just a bit, but you still got some more time with us. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, joined by... I am the Kid Nails, back from this week that we had, well, the weekend that we had that was long. We got a short week because of it. We do have a short week because of it. And, uh, you know, this Black Year News story that we're about to get into when we come back is actually, I have like a personal response to this. So Ooh. I'm excited, but... Please let the people know. What are we going to be right. talking about? Our first story, Neiman Marcus, they're saying they're going to only target millionaire shoppers going forward. And this is from the top, their CEO. I just think it's hilarious when we are in an era of inflation and on the brink of a recession. But hey, whatever keeps you talented. What else we got going on? Drizzy Drake, he was on FaceTime over the weekend with a streamer. And that streamer said something that made Drake bang on him. And I'm talking about click. He hung up on him. Y'all be so scared that you look gay. It is so corny. <laughs> so we'll get into that. Uh, but I guess some people would be like, no, nah, it was disrespect. Well, we have a phone line and you'll get to tell me what you think when we talk that story. Uh, we also have the big up, let down. Big up, big up. Let down. So you're going to want to stick around to find out who's going to get the props and who's going to get the blows. And you can also remember that we show a lot of the stories that we're talking about here on our social media at Seals Said It. So you can also be a part of commenting there within the community that we're building there for the Amanda Seals Show. And remember, you can call us 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Y'all, I'm not saying the phone number for my health. I'm <laughs> saying it. Well, maybe I am saying it for my health because you know what? Every time you call in, it makes me feel better. <laughs> that was also corny all right listen laugh and learn it's the amanda seal show yeah y'all welcome back to the amanda seal show i'm amanda seals and i am a shopaholic Actually, you know what? Okay, let me say this. I'm not a shopaholic because I don't shop beyond my means. But I think I am a certain level of shopaholic because I do shop as a form of therapy. And they say that anything that you do as a result of anxiety or to ease anxiety is an addiction. So like sex addicts aren't really like addicted to sex. It's just that they use sex to manage anxiety or some other emotion instead of dealing with the emotion. Mm. And I will definitely use my shopping apps to deal with an emotion. 
<laughs> you, also you, while I'm actually dealing with the emotion. So it's not even in place of, it's just in addition to. And you started like, it off mm. like you got a really bad problem. You're like, and I'm a shopaholic. And everybody's, <laughs> everybody listening is like, hey, Amanda. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, let's tell the people about what Neiman Marcus is doing because uh, they're going to help me with my shopping problem. Well, Neiman Marcus don't want your money. Well, they're only going after millionaire shoppers who spend upward towards $27,000 there per year. According to their CEO, they said that the top 2% of their customers drive roughly 40% of their sales and 80% of those customers are worth at least a million dollars. I mean, I hear that, but I don't know. That seems like an interesting business model because I don't know that that is really, if, to me, if 40% is the lower end of your customer base, then why would you put all of your energy into that? Like if you have a whole 60% customer base, why wouldn't you put your energy into that? But you know what? I don't get paid enough to even try and figure this out for them. I don't even know anybody that, you know, off the top of my head that has actually shopped there or do shop there on a regular Yes, very highbrow, highbrow. <laughs> I'm more of a Nordstrom gal um, myself. And I like the apps. You know, I do like my luxury brands. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I know people are like, oh, you a brand whore. I, ah, <laughs> I am not. But I do like quality. I like quality garments. I'd re- I would rather spend my money on something that will like last for a really, really long time than like the fast fashion of things. Don't get me wrong. I indulge in Zara and I shouldn't. But fast fashion ends up being like, you wear it once, you wash it. It's like you can't even wear it again. It's drunk or seam oh, broke, etc. Hundred percent cotton things. <laughs> yeah, you like that wasn't a good idea. That wasn't a good idea. But you know, we'll see. I'm curious to see how uh, this actually ends up working out for them. And I'm surprised that they even like announced it. I guess now they announced it so that the million dollar customers will feel like, oh, they're talking about me. Now I'm going to spend more money later. Okay, coming up next. Streamer I Show Speed calls Drake's voice sexy while on a FaceTime with Drake. And we'll tell you how Drake reacted on that hotline bling. <laughs> when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. Drizzy Drake, Aubrey Graham. Had a little interaction, Nails. What went down? Yeah. <laughs> you ever lucked up and had a person on FaceTime and you, you mess it up by saying something awkward? That's that's what happened pretty much when Drake was on a FaceTime call with this YouTuber and streamer I Show Speed. Listen to this. Yo, Drake! What's <laughs> Yo, Drake, what's good, bro? Oh, my God. Right, yo, yo, Drake, what's up, dog? Yo, yo, you look great right now. What's up? Yo, you look good, bro. What you doing right now? I got a lot of love for you, man. Like I said, I'm proud of you. You're doing your thing, man. You're doing your thing. I was talking about you the other day in the car. I was talking to um, Banks about you the other day, man. I'm proud of you. Bro, your voice is so sexy. Like, why? like, bro, how is it so smooth like that? Like, how your voice so smooth like that, bro? How you... Help me understand. Help me understand. I show speed. Like, is this like the type of stuff that he does? Is like this how he got famous? Like, what's his story? I mean, he is wild. He does say some outlandish things randomly at random moments. But like something like that, like, I just think that just happened naturally and organically. I don't think that was (laughs) he really. Why do you think Drake hung up? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it it did look kind of. You know, fishy. I mean, he was complimenting him leading up to it. You heard it a couple times, right? He's like, damn, you look good. And then he might have felt like, yeah, he might have felt like Drake, he was trying to prank him a little bit or say some stuff or get some headlines out of it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll give him that. I thought he was probably, I thought he was hanging up because he felt like he doesn't want to look gay. Cause you know, <laughs> dudes don't be wanting to look gay. They be scared to look gay. You know, then they start talking about other dudes looking gay. Look at ASAP Rocky here with Rihanna and his baby. And she pregnant with his other baby. And he looking gay. (laughs) I'm like, you sound ridiculous. (laughs) Emphasis on the second syllable of ridiculous. Um, All right. Well, we're going to talk about Rihanna and that um, that, uh, magazine cover tomorrow. But nonetheless, um, Drake... (laughs) Drake hung up and I show speed said he's not going to call. He's not going to answer again. So we'll see. But I thought this was a little funny story. And um, for the record, Drake's voice did sound sexy. 
I think he was yeah, trying to put it on too. I think he was trying to put it on to be honest. Cause you hear, you listen to Drake. You listen to Drake. I mean, when you listen to him in interviews and stuff, he doesn't try and drop down to that baritone that he was just doing on that phone call. Definitely gave you quiet storm voice, didn't he? Right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're on to you, Drake. We're on to you. You knew what you were doing to that man. You knew what you were doing. All right, y'all, coming up next, we got the big up let down. Find out who's going to get the props and who's going to get the blows when we come back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. It's been real. It's been real. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I am signing off DJ Nails. Yo. What are we doing tomorrow? Well, coming up on Wednesday's show, we'll have all your Black Eared news, plus the Big Up Let Down, plus Mary J. Blige. She shared the trailer for her upcoming TV special called The Wind Down. She'll tell you all about it tomorrow. And if you missed any part of the show, check out the latest episodes of the Amanda Seals Show podcast and Small Doses. Wherever you get your podcast, just type in in the search engine, in the search bar, <laughs> the Amanda Seals Show anytime. You can follow us also at Seals Set It on all the social media platforms at Seals Set It. That's right. We signing off. We'll be here tomorrow doing the same thing we do every day. Try to take over. Listen to Katie Radio Space. Ah! (laughs) Uh, Everybody remember we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. I'm Amanda Seals and I'm out. Stay safe. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.